Let's face it, most people aren't making massive turkey feasts on the regular, and after 364 days of not thinking about it, it can be hard to get that bird just right. That's where Instacart, the holiday rescue app, comes in. From getting all the ingredients to prep a full seasonal spread to getting last-minute swamps in a turkey emergency, Instacart has everything a holiday host needs to save face and save dinner. And right now, if you download Instacart, you get free delivery on your first three orders and delivery in as fast as one hour. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the Juice on the Cues podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Good morning, Syracuse. Welcome back to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com. I'm your host, Wes Chang. Thanks so much for joining us on this Thursday, November 16, 2023. We'll get to Syracuse's win over Pitt and their upcoming game against Georgia Tech later in the show. But we begin today with the basketball team's 79-75 win over Colgate on Tuesday. Syracuse had to rally from 24 points down and took the lead in the final minute to sneak past the Raiders and end their two-game winning streak against the Orange. So I think there are several takeaways from that game. One is that Syracuse's defense is still a work in progress. The Orange found their rhythm by going to the press in the second half, and Colgate had 14 turnovers after halftime. Another telling stat is that Colgate had eight three-pointers in the first half, but only one in the second And I think another takeaway is that this is Judah Mintz's team. He finished with 23 points and 8 assists, and the Orange Rally really only made its comeback when he started getting good looks in the paint and finding Chris Bell. And I think the final takeaway is regardless of the opponent, it takes a lot to come back from 24 points. So I give a lot of credit to the Syracuse team for chipping away at that lead and Red Autry and their staff for their coaching. We'll take a quick break. Syracuse legend Bruce Williams will talk about CBA's 11-0 start to the season and the latest on Sayer Torrance's recruitment. And afterward, Brad Bierman will join us to talk Syracuse football's upcoming matchup with Pitt and his thoughts on the Colgate game. And I'm Wes Chang. This is the Juice on the Cues podcast. So it's a great time of year for football. The college season is coming to an end. High school football is heading toward the playoffs. Syracuse Christian Brothers Academy is 11-0 after knocking off Cicero North Syracuse for the sectional championship, and they begin their New York State playoff run against Elmira Southside on Saturday. We welcome on Syracuse legend and assistant football coach Bruce Williams on the podcast. Coach, always appreciate the time. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. It's good weather out here today, so sun's out. Can't complain. Yeah, and one of the reasons why you can't complain is because Syracuse CBA is 11-0 and in sectional champions. When you were last on the podcast, you talked about bringing back that culture winning. I think it's definitely been brought back. So tell me about the season and what you're looking to accomplish in the playoffs. Um, the season's been going well. I mean, our kids, uh, Coach Brown, our head coach, talks about this a lot. You know, last year we lost um, in that sectional championship game on November 16th. By the end of Thanksgiving break, our kids were ready and back in at it. You know, they were in a weight room 45 deep, and they've been working. So for the last 365 days, they've been going nonstop to put themselves in position to be successful, at least give themselves an opportunity to be successful. So 
for us, it, it was just a matter of understanding what expectations are set by our head coach and, and, and living up to those expectations on and off the field, in the classroom, everything of that nature. So I think for these guys, it was kind of expected. You know, two years ago we won. Last year we were doing well and lost, you know, to CNS and now trying to carry that on this year. So we've had success. And I think for us it's – I get that feel of it being like the old days when I played because of the love that these kids have for each other, the unselfishness in which they play, um, and it's reflecting on the field for us to know that, hey, it's not always about one guy. It's about the collective – uh, of the team, collection of the team, and, and that's shown also, too, in the recruiting process at this point. Coach, one of the things everyone wants to know is about Sire Torrance's recruitment. He's a one-time Syracuse commit. He recently decommitted from Michigan State. What is the latest with his recruitment? So the latest is, is the kid is focused on the season. So he has a couple of goals that he wants to reach right now. One is trying to get back to that state title game, get another ring, be one of very few kids in the state of New York to ever say I've had multiple state titles in, in, in a career. Second one, his goal is he's really actually close to breaking my all-time reception record. So him and I, we joke a lot and we talk a lot about this and see if he can get to 227 receptions in a career. So that's the focus. But ultimately, he's going to play the right way and wants to see his team be successful. So recruiting's kind of been on the back burner. He's really trying to focus on enjoying a senior season and trying to be the best captain, best leader he can be. Um, so the recruiting pitch kind of has taken a back seat for, uh, for Sire at the moment, and he's making sure he's, he's communicating that with the college coaches out there that, hey, let me just finish this up and we can pick this up after I'm done. Coach, sounds good that he's focusing on the task at hand. And another guy who holds a Syracuse offer is Dante Bishai. He's really developed into a high major prospect this season. Talk to me about his development. Um, so Dante, again, a year ago, he was he was a kid that was on the verge for us last season of getting on the field. We were just fortunate at last year's point, we had another receiver ahead of him, Amari Pitts, who was a tall, big-body receiver for us, end up going to playing at the FCS level, uh, was just ahead of him. And Dante has, you know, very developed over, he developed very well over the last year. He's putting himself in position over the offseason to get in the weight room. He gains 15 to 20 pounds in the offseason. And he is a guy, when you look at him, he just fits the mold of what you're looking for. He's 6'5", he's 195 pounds, runs a 4'6", strong, if not a little stronger than Sire Torrance, so he has all the measurables that you're looking for. Can play the outside, can play some age. We put him down at tight end, so he creates a lot of mismatch matches for us when it comes to our scheme on offense. So for him, it's just a matter of continuing to progress and, and, and develop and reach his potential that we all see. There's days at practice where he, he looks like he might be the best player in the state of New York, you know, and it's just getting him to be consistent with that uh, and his mindset of, of really taking that on to say, hey, I can, I'm the best player on this team. And we have several guys in that situation, right? We have Sire Torrance, who I think right now many people believe is the best player on our team, and he's shown it for years now what impact he can have. Other guys, Darian Williams, Jason Brunson, our running back, Jameer Hanford, and we have also a couple of other running backs behind Jameer that have played very well. So, just like Dante, many of these guys, it's just 
knowing when their shot is called to make and execute the play for us, um, but also understand it's more than just me getting the ball. It's me blocking. It's me doing the little things to help us win. But Dante has really took pride in that, and a lot of these college coaches are seeing it, right, because 6'5", as we know, don't grow on trees in the sport of football. So when you get a guy with that talent and those measurables, you want to see if it can develop into something special. And Coach, we'll get you out of here on this one. You have three other high major prospects on your roster this season. Darian Williams, Matt Hahn, Marquand Sadler, all hold Division One offers. That's got to be gratifying to see these three develop into elite prospects. Yeah, it's it's great to see a guy like Darian who ran 4-4-8 at Penn State this summer. Um, he presents another issue for defenses because he has that elite speed um, for his height and size that he can fly, right? He's a natural flyer. He can turn the screen into 40 in the blink of an eye. And then Matt Hahn, uh, being a 6'6", 275 athletic offensive lineman. When I say athletic, um, during the summer workouts, we were we were doing box jumps off of one leg, and he's jumping onto the same box at 6'6", 275 as Sire Torrance jumps on. And it's like, all right, guy that big, that explosive can do that, similar to Marquand. I think Marquand wingspan was just measured as if he was 6'9", so he has long arms. But not just that, those three, we have several other guys who I think they're on the verge of getting some of those other offers, uh, division offers, and I think that's just, again, the token of how we play as a team, how we execute our offense and defense. Um, and then the last thing is how they are on social media marketing themselves, you know, and I think that's a big thing in today's day and world, to today's day and age as far as marketing yourself on social media where these college coaches are looking at high school kids, you know, with the transfer portal, it makes it kind of a little messy in that area, but our kids have done a great job in that area of making sure they're sending their fam out. We as coaches make sure we send it out. But ultimately, the kids are putting really high-quality plays and and stuff on film for these college coaches to evaluate. Coach, thank you. And again, good luck in the playoffs. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Bruce Williams, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see if CBA can take home another state championship. And of course, best of luck to them. And as we approach the beginning of the early signing period, we'll definitely have to see how Sire Torrance's recruitment plays out. Can Syracuse get him back or will he head elsewhere? Stay tuned. We'll take a quick break. Brad Bierman when we return. And I'm Wes Chang. This is the Juice on the Cuse podcast. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
So Syracuse ended its five-game losing streak and picked up its first ACC win in 2023 by topping Pittsburgh 28-13 at Yankee Stadium on Saturday. Our Brad Bierman was there in press row covering the game. We welcome him on now. Brad, how are you today? I am doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad, what did you see from press row in the win over Pitt, and what's in your crystal ball for the rest of the season? Well, in wrapping up the uh, Yankee Stadium experience, Syracuse-Pitt, the Centennial game, I'll say this, Wes, you know, I wish the university originally had just come out and say, you know, we're coming through a couple of years with COVID, the pandemic. Uh, finances have been hit hard in, in athletic departments around the country, including ours at Syracuse. And this was simply an offer we could not refuse. You know, after all, Syracuse, uh, you know, reportedly is getting got more in a guarantee from the Yankees than they probably would have in a pinstripe bowl appearance. So this is the kind of money that an athletic department that's playing catch-up financially both in NIL and facilities really needs. So it's a game that you can kind of camouflage and say, we're going to move it. Yankees are great partners. We're going to celebrate this centennial game of uh, the first college football game at the old Yankee Stadium 100 years ago. As a one-off to me, Wes, that does make sense. Moving forward in the future now, especially with seats going to be installed in the Dome next year, don't give up that home field advantage. So I know many Syracuse fans, some that I talked to, refused at a protest not to make the trip down from Central New York to Yankee Stadium because the game was moved. You know, I, I think that's kind of silly if you're a supporter of the team. It's a one-off situation. Support them in New York City. I mean, after all, the attendance was 17,000. Not even as many folks showed up in the original game 100 years ago. But on the field, completely different story. I really think you have to give credit to the coaching staff for coming up with a out-of-the-box game plan. Uh, they really thought that they could do something which Syracuse hasn't done most of the year. That's win the battle at the line of scrimmage and uh, just attack the ball from a rushing standpoint, very successful as we know. What I'm really intrigued now is <clears throat> excuse me, to see how the team responds in the final two games. Can we see that momentum? They won the final game last year. Momentum did not carry over to the bowl game loss uh, to Minnesota. Let's see if they can pick up from that on the road at Georgia Tech. We've talked about how tough it is to win on the road and in the month of November for this team and then in the home finale against Wake Forest. I'm optimistic, Wes. I think the sixth win is out there, and I think at a minimum this team will be headed to a bowl at the end of the season. Brad, I opened the show on this. I wanted to get your take on it now. A 24-point comeback against Colgate on Tuesday night for the basketball team, the second largest comeback in ACC history. What were your takeaways from the game? Well, as I mentioned just before the season got underway, Wes was really going to judge these first 12 games before the meet of the ACC conference schedule begins at the first of the year by the uh, three game, uh, four three-game stretches. And we just completed the first one with Syracuse uh, impressive in coming back in the second half to defeat Colgate to start out 3-0 and after beating New Hampshire and Canisius. And I'll take that old cliche, the, the uh, good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'll reverse that and say this game was ugly, bad, and then it turned out to be good. Boy, that first half, uh, you and I texted during the game. The defense was just simply awful, and the team just did not come out this to play the from the This is the Juice on the Juice podcast. And really let Colgate dictate and the Red Raiders had to be thinking like, wow, we're going to do this for three straight years, come into the Dome and beat a Syracuse team. Uh, at halftime, I say it was bad because, uh, again, the defense really struggled. 
Uh, rebounding was at a disadvantage. Three-point shooting was not good. So Syracuse trailed. Red Autry has his first big uh, strategy session at halftime with his assistants and then to address the team. What's he going to say to get this team uh, pumped up to come out and you know, not have suffer a, a loss in just the third game and not lose to Colgate for three straight years. So they turn up the pressure, a more athletic team, and uh, really put on the press and really get the defense going, and that in turn gets the offense going, and then it puts some positives on the things that were really going bad and ugly in the first half. That is three-point shooting. That is getting more assists on baskets, and that's being more active uh, end-to-end. So very important to win this game, not only to end the Colgate jinx, head to a really tough Hawaii tournament coming up next week, undefeated and with a little bit of uh, optimism instead of being down for that long flight out to the islands. And Brad, we're running out of show. You have a closing thought? Yes, my closing thought wraps around something that I was thinking about during the game at Yankee Stadium West. And it kind of relates to the national uh, football, college football news out of Michigan with alleged sign stealing and the scandal there that's landed Jim Harbaugh on suspension. And one thing I noticed in that game, it's always been weird to me in college football. You have ball boys from a different team, from the opposing team on the bench, the sidelines of the other team. So at Yankee Stadium, you had a pit ball boy in a pit jacket roaming the Syracuse sidelines. With the way college football coaches are so uptight about secrecy and not get, having anything leak out, always it seemed weird to me to let somebody representing the opposition on the bench and sideline area of your team. And after Terry Lockett recovered a fumble in that game and rambled off to the sideline, he kept the ball and he was among his Syracuse teammates. And here comes the Pittsburgh ball boy trying to wedge in there to get that football back. Caused a little bit of ill feeling. So I think something like that should be looked at. Maybe there's like the NFL, you have a uniform ball boy set up or just put some sort of vest on them so you can't identify it. But it really seemed weird to me in the light of all the national news at Michigan and sign stealing that that uh, trend still continues in college football. Brad, I want to close the show on Dan Villari. The Michigan transfer really made a name for himself in the pit game. And although he's listed as a tight end, he was the winner of the ACC running back of the week, carrying the ball 17 times for 154 yards and a touchdown. The ACC doesn't have an award for tight end of the week, which allowed him to win the running back award. So congratulations to him. Looking forward to seeing what he can do against Georgia Tech. That's it for us. I want to thank my guest, Syracuse legend Bruce Williams, the Juice Online's Brad Bierman. And this is Wes Chang reminding you that whenever I'm on my computer, I don't type LOL, I type LQTM, laughing quietly to myself. It's more honest. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com, and we'll see you next time. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.